Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you on this fine day? I want to talk about something today that everybody who dates, online dates, any kind of dates should be thinking about. And let's be honest, talking about. I want to talk about red flags and green flags and what those are in case you're new to dating and you're not really sure, is this a red flag? Is this a green flag? What do those look like? They're very important to to recognize on first dates. They're very important to recognize throughout your dating experience and all of your relationships, not just red flags, but also green flags too. We want to make sure that our relationships are healthy for us and healthy for everybody involved and what we are looking for and expecting and what we need and that we are listening to our gut. If you have ever had the sense that something is wrong or doomsday, something is coming, anything like that, that is your gut telling you to listen. We all have it. We just need to tune in a little more so we can recognize what our bodies are telling us about our outside environment. So let's start with some red flags. Some pretty common red flags are physical abuse. If it gets to physical abuse and you haven't seen some red flags, let's talk. They are mental, emotional, psychological, financial. There's a whole host of abuse labels that we should be aware of. But are you paying attention to the little ones? When you get online on an online app and you are starting out on your journey, whatever that may be, if you are looking for a forever relationship, if you are just in a space of casual hookup, just looking for friends with benefits, whatever your journey is, when you start your online process, there are some red flags just on a profile that you should be paying attention to. When you get online and you look at somebody's profile, most apps you have the option of swiping left, which means you are not interested, or swiping right, meaning you want to make a connection. And if the other person swipes right, then you receive notification that you are a match. If they do not swipe right, then you do not get a notification that they have swiped left. Like the only time that you get a notification is if they swipe right and you are a match. So there's the preliminary start of online dating. Then you look at some pictures. And if you are like me, you spend a good amount of time on the app looking at pictures and reading profiles. Since pictures are the first thing you see, and most people put three to five photos of themselves on the app, the ones that I pay attention to and you should pay attention to is, are they posting pictures of their children? That is a big no-no for me, and it should be a cause for concern for you, too. Children are not involved in the dating process until you become serious, 
and their photos should not be online for everybody to see and also use. Lots of people can screenshot those photos and use them in any way. You also don't want to post pictures of your friends or a group shot. When I'm looking at group pictures, I'm like, who am I looking for? Is it that guy in the ski mask in the far back? Is it the one on the right being goofy? If I'm interested in you, I want to see you and what you look like, not 12 of your friends on a ski lift. So that's the other thing is I always look for is what photos are you posting? Are you posting your kids? Are you posting your friends? Is there group shots? Can I not see you? Typically, most people post, like I said, three to five pictures and it's themselves um, doing the stuff, the activities that they like, that they enjoy, something, a special moment in their life. So I typically post pictures of me paddle boarding. I have been accused of wearing too many sunglasses in my photos, but that's because that's representative of who I am. I just wear sunglasses all the time. And I'm always, always, almost outside. I love being outside, so I spend a lot of time outside. And a lot of my dates are patio coffee shops and rooftop bars, things like that. So most of my pictures are with me in sunglasses, but pictures should be of you doing something you enjoy, typically a full body shot. So everybody who is looking can see everything that you look like. If you've listened to Barbara on this show, you heard her talk about body shaming and how one gentleman said that she was too fat to go on a date with, and that's wrong. Don't do that. If you are not interested in the whole person, don't invite them on a date. Don't string them along. Don't be dumb. But you should have pictures that represent you. No catfishing, no posting pictures of what you look like 10 years ago. Just be yourself. I got yelled at one time because I was wearing heels and I was too tall for the guy, even though he told me he was six feet tall and I'm five, six. So I, I wasn't wearing five inch heels. I was wearing two inch platforms. So just be yourself, post real pictures, what you look like now, no kids, but it's a red flag for me. Not even a red flag. I would say an orange flag. If there are pictures on your profile of your kids or of your ex-wives, your wives, your sisters, your mom, your uh, friends, any of that, if it's not just you, I don't want to see it. If there is a profile that they have heavily filtered pictures, like you can tell that the pictures are edited to make them skinnier, no acne, no gray hairs, all the things that we have as we get older or as we're younger. Those are orange flags too. Any filtered pictures, you should pause about why they're filtered. If you have a profile, if you come across a profile that there is bashing or negativity, 
or anything like that against the potential mate, that would be a red flag. So if somebody was on a dating app and saying, man, I'm still here because all the women on here suck and they hate me and I don't know what's wrong with me. It must be them. I would probably swipe left. Or if you come across a profile of a female and says, oh, all men are douchebags and I hate them and why am I even here? That would be a red flag. I would be concerned that they're not really interested in meeting somebody and having a relationship, a healthy relationship with them if they are bringing that much negativity to a profile when you haven't even met them. They're categorizing everybody the same, and that's not fair to you in what you are searching for online. So I would be cautious if a profile would automatically have that much negativity and bashing before even swiping on them. What are some other red flags that we should be paying attention to? When you are looking at a person's bio, and a lot of profiles have bios, name, location, uh, age, ethnicity, although ethnicity to me isn't so much missing. Like we're all people, so I'm not as worried about that as some of the other things. But if you are a traveling single person or not a single person, as sometimes the case may be, and you are online dating and you are looking for something, be honest. If you don't live in Denver, but you are just flying through Denver airport and you have a day layover and you're at the hotel and you want to hook up, be honest about looking for a hookup and that you are not living here. You are visiting here because some people want a real relationship. They want something and they don't want a long distance relationship. And it isn't fair to them for you to lie to them and pretend that you're from Denver when really you're just looking for a, for a hookup and you're from Cincinnati, Ohio. So missing information in the bio is also important to look at <coughs> when you are swiping. You don't want to just look at pictures of course, look at pictures. You want to make sure that if you are looking for tall, dark, and handsome, you're not going to get the swipe right on the surfer boy with blonde hair, blue eyes, if that is not what you are attracted to. So make sure you're looking at the whole profile and not just the pictures. If I put on my profile that I'm allergic to dogs, and so when somebody matches with me, and they don't have any pictures of dogs in their profile, then, which is fine. I don't expect you to take pictures with your dogs and post them on profiles, but it's a big one for me because I'm allergic to dogs. So I make that clear up front after when we're on the first date, typically. I'm like, oh, I'm allergic to dogs. And they're like, oh, well, my boy Joey sleeps in the bed with me. I'm like, eh. It's probably not going to work out for me because any dog that sleeps in the bed is going to cause me to take Benadryl. So always just ask those questions. If there's something relevant to you, if you have a nut allergy, you should probably not go on a date with a pastry chef who specializes in peanut butter cups. 
if they are on their profile bragging how amazing they are, there's a fine line between confidence and bragging. If you're on your profile and you're like, man, I won my spelling bee in the fifth grade and I'm the best speller in Okinawa and, you know, life is just amazing at the top of the spelling bee chain. Great. Awesome for you. If you are on a profile and you are saying you are the best man on the planet and you don't understand why women aren't flocking to you and you have these big muscles and the biggest brain and you make the most money, look at me in my private jet. Love a private jet. That's one of my goals. But don't brag on a dating profile. And if you are looking at a profile that is bragging, if you are attracted, if something else in the profile attracts you to them, then by all means, swipe right and go on a date with them. Maybe they are the most humble, amazing human being on the planet, and sometimes they're a braggart, and you should have swiped left. But you won't know until you go on the date, right? If there are inconsistencies, if in the profile it says that they have no kids. And you're like, okay, great. I don't want kids. I don't have kids. I'm not looking for a partner with children. That's not where I'm at in my life right now. And then you go on a first date and they talk about how they have custody of their nieces and nephews. That might be a red flag because they weren't up front. Granted, they didn't lie because they don't have kids themselves. They are custodian custodial parents of minor children, and that puts you in a different position. So if there are inconsistencies between their profile and what they say in text or communications and on the first date, just pay attention to those and ask questions. There's nothing wrong with calling somebody out on an inconsistent statement or something in their profile that you have questions about. Those are things that you would rather know up front than get six years into it and it bothers you and you're thinking about it all the time and that causes additional stress to a relationship that may or may not have other issues. So just pay attention to those inconsistencies. Uh, If somebody is too, how can I say this, too forward, too pushy, aggressive, on a first date, those are red flags. I went on a first date one time with somebody who kissed a little too hard and was a little too insistent on a kiss on a first date, which is not generally how I, if I find you attractive, it's a case by case instance. I don't kiss every frog that I go on a date with, but this person was a little too pushy about a kiss on a first date and made me uncomfortable. And so typically, if you're going to be that pushy on a first date for physical contact, then you're not going to get a second date because that makes me uncomfortable and pushes my boundaries. And I'm pretty strict about those boundaries these days. So don't be pushy. Don't uh, initiate. If you're asking, I've gone on lots of dates with men who have asked if they could kiss me. Great. I've also had plenty of first dates where the guy asks if they can give me a hug when we first meet. Otherwise, it's a handshake or a bow or during COVID, all the, 
you know, weird elbow taps that we were doing, fist bumps. Get creative, but always ask because you don't know what the other person's boundaries are. And they should always be asking you because they don't know what your boundaries are. And I did a podcast interview recently where we talked about safe words and sex after meeting somebody online and how you should have that discussion up front about what those boundaries are and safe words and the important things that are relationship makers or breakers. You don't want to get fifth date in and realize somebody has a fetish that you are uncomfortable with, please don't touch my feet because that is just weird. And so you want to make sure that you're very clear about those things. You don't have to be mean about them. You can clarify and articulate your boundaries in a nice, pleasing manner in which nobody is offended or upset and they just recognize that that is who you are. It's part of who you are and you want to be authentic. Don't call pet names. On When you're the beginning of a relationship, when you are on that first date, when you are communicating before that first date, babe, honey, sugar, unless you are on Jersey Shores, don't do it. Pet names are meant for long, established relationships. If you, I've had plenty of pet names where I'm like, don't call me that. That is something that somebody else used to call me. And every time you say it, it makes me uncomfortable. Please don't call me babe. So if you don't like pet names, be clear about it. You don't have to be mean about it. Be clear about it. And don't do it. Don't do it at first dates. Hey, honey, how are you? I call everybody darling. So if anybody takes offense of me calling them darling on a first, second, third date, I apologize in advance. It is literally how I spend some time in the South. That is how I, my personality, if you spend any time with me at all, I've probably called you darling. Darling in text, darling on phone calls, darling in person. I shout it across the rooftop sometimes, but that is just me as an affectionate thing. That is not me in a romantic pet name on a first date. So don't do it. Ask somebody not to do it if it makes you uncomfortable. Again, it's your boundary. Speak up. If you come across a dating profile that is blank, there's one picture and a name and a location spot, then that would be cause for a pause. Maybe not necessarily a swipe left, but it might be a pause. There are a lot of fake accounts. There's a lot of catfishing. There's a lot of crazy people on the internet in case you haven't figured that out. And so when I first did my Tinder profile years ago, I did it super quick. It was one of those things that I was doing as I was sitting on a park bench in Denver and I didn't have a lot of pictures. I had a bathroom selfie that I took as a joke, but I tried to avoid bathroom selfies and we'll get to that in a minute. But I had like two pictures and I didn't have a lot of time to be super creative and thoughtful about my profile. So I posted the generic information and a couple of pictures and that was it. And that was like on a Tuesday evening. By Thursday, I had a complete profile. I had pictures, which everybody says didn't look like me. 
And I thought they looked like me, so I wasn't catfishing or representing myself, misrepresenting myself. I thought they actually looked like me. And so, but people say I look better in person. I'm going to believe them. But I went back and I fixed it. I added pictures. I added more words to my profile. I made some jokes. I explained some of the pictures. One of the pictures was me on a paddleboard, so you can't really see. Like, I have sunglasses and I'm on a lake. I'm like, this is what I do. 90% of the time, come along and paddleboard with me. Anyway, if there's nothing on a profile, swipe left, swipe right, your choice. But just be cautious that they may not be who they say they are. I've had a couple of profiles where the pictures were very, very, very staged. And so then I Googled those pictures and found out that they were not who they say they were. They were like Macy's model pictures or something like that. So just be cautious if there's nothing on the profile. If they are overly sexual in a profile right off the bat, if you're looking for a hookup, saying I'm looking for a hookup in your profile is perfect. That's exactly what you should be doing. There are even hookup sites. I used to think Tinder was a hookup site, but um, I've met some amazing people on Tinder. I've also met some not so amazing people on Tinder. So all the apps are the same. You're going to get a lot of the same people depending on where you are. If you're in small town America, the 12 people you went to high school with are probably going to be on a dating app at some point in their life unless they happily married their high school sweetheart. And then kudos to you because I would love to have done that and I didn't. But you want to make sure if their dating profile is sexual, if they're suggestive, if they're just looking for somebody to stay naked in the kitchen, I might swipe left on that person. If they are, all their pictures are shirtless in the bathroom in their boxers, that might be a red flag. If they, if you swipe right on them and they immediately start asking for nude photographs or they're talking dirty without having met them, I that for me would be a red flag. So you really do want to pay attention to what they are saying after you swipe on them and also their words in their profile and their pictures. So it really is a whole package. If you're just looking at pictures, then you're going to miss some things before you go on a first date with them. So just be cautious and aware if in their dating pro- profile they have a lot of don'ts. I don't date women with blonde hair. I don't date women who are under 5'2". Women do the same things. I don't date men under 6 feet tall. I don't date men who don't make six figures. I only date men with private jets. If you have a lot of do's and don'ts on your profile, then to me, that's an indication that you're a little narrow-minded and you might be missing out on something worth investigating and swiping on because lots of people are online and their personalities and their passion for life and their beauty doesn't always translate necessarily online and you might miss out on the love of your life because you have a lot of do's and don'ts posted. 
like the man who yelled at me for wearing heels on our first date, even though he told me he was six feet tall. I'm like, I don't wear heels if you were five, six, because I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. I also don't wear heels if you were five, six, because I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to be towering over you. I'm not a supermodel. I'm not used to being taller than everybody in the room. And so when I tell you I'm 5'6 and I wear two-inch heels, that puts me at 5'8". Otherwise, I wear flat shoes, which I love just as much. So again, be honest. Be honest about what you're looking for. Be honest about who you are. Be authentic. And if you have a lot of do's and don'ts on your profile, then I wouldn't swipe on you. I caution other people to swipe on you. And I also caution you to review your profile to see if you're being a little too demanding and rigid in your requirements of a potential mate. Okay, I spend a lot of time talking about do's and don'ts. One other thing on the don'ts on the red flag is if they don't want to meet in person, that would be a red flag. If they just want to be a pen pal, there's a lot of ways to be pen pals in this country in this world. I don't need to be on a dating app to do it. So I generally want to meet up rather quickly in the chat portion because I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. I have gone a couple of months chatting with somebody because just our schedules were off with travel and everything. But for the most part, I want to meet within a week of swiping just so I can yay or nay. And so if they just want to text back and forth or I would be cautious about further communication with them. And that's just, I'd say an orange flag if they don't want to meet up. Why don't they want to meet up? There's a lot of circumstances. But just pay attention to things like that. Listen to your gut. If you're unsure about a dating profile or a communication, check in, have a friend check in. Check in with somebody who you trust. We all have besties generally who are like, oh, this feels a little weird. And if you're like my best friend, Nikki would say, um, duh, why are you continuing communicating with that person? She's also said a lot of other things about my online dating. So I'm always entertained when I eventually listen to her because I've been known not to listen to her. So let's talk about some green flags. So what are some green flags? Ideally, people would be transparent and authentic on their dating profile. Dating profiles are meant to be the initial contact with somebody. You put yourself out there. You represent to the world that you want to meet somebody. Green flags are not perfect. Red flags are not perfect. They're just sort of ideal, ideal spots to start. So... Green flags on a profile is a complete profile. Instead of an incomplete profile where there's one picture and a name and a location, you get, I have two kids and a dog, and I live in the basement with my mom, and I recently lost my job, but I feel like things are on the upswing, and I really want to put myself out there to get started finding the love of my life. I'm in an open relationship. And my wife knows that I'm here. In fact, we sit around on Sunday night and exchange phones so we can check out who our partner is interested in. Things like that. Those are complete profiles where you know exactly what's going on with the other person before even swiping on them. 
Green flags are not representative of perfect people. Green flags are you as your authentic, true, honest self without using words. Uh, Well, words on the profile, but not talking. So complete profiles are four to six pictures. You close up without sunglasses, if you're me, um, full body, doing something you love, current, things like that. You want to make sure that a lot of times incomplete profiles can just be a sign of laziness or being rushed, like in my case. And if they're being lazy on a dating profile that they themselves are creating, then to me, I wonder how much effort they're going to put into the relationship. And so you don't want somebody who's lazy in a relationship. You want somebody who's going to put forth some effort to be in a relationship with you. So are their pictures positive and upbeat? I had a friend post a picture from a jail that she was touring. And one of the guys that swiped on her, they had this whole discussion about going to jail and how he had gone to prison. And a picture of her in jail reminded him of his mugshot. And I was entertained. I wouldn't have gone on a first date with him. But Everybody is different, so I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying I was entertained by that discussion about this profile picture. You don't need to add your company information and all those details, but you do want to make sure that you are posting accurate current information in your profile so you can be authentic. And while some profiles, you can do that in three pictures, four pictures, some profiles, you can have too many pictures. If you have 10 pictures of you climbing Mount Kilimanjaro and skiing the Alps and doing all these adventurous things, I would question if you actually have time for a relationship or if you're just bragging about all the great things that you get to do, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I would question if you had time for me, if you had too many pictures of you doing too many amazing things. So um, pictures also can tell a lot about a person. Are you confident and comfortable in your skin? Are you hiding behind the welcome to Colorado sign? You can tell a lot about a person and their personality and their comfort in their own skin and confidence by their pictures. So take a look at the pictures, read the profiles, and a red, like I said in the red flag section, if you're not living in the city you're visiting, be honest. But if you're looking for a real relationship and you are looking for somebody in a five-mile radius so you don't have to drive from Wash Park to Westminster to see a person, then you should probably set your location. You should set your radius options. There's lots of those things that you can set to narrow down what you were looking for. And just be honest, if somebody matches with you and they live 10 miles away and you have no interest in driving that far, be like, sorry, dude, 
you seem like a great person, but I don't want to waste either of our time. Also, Google a person. I can't tell you how many times people have Googled me and I've Googled people. You'll be amazed at what you can find out online, including mugshots and criminal histories. But just Google them. Put their name in. If you don't know their last name, or if you do know their last name, you can still Google them. And you can also ask, hey, dude, what's your last name? I want to put you in my phone. As I have some people who are adamant about first and last names in their phone. If I meet you, you're going in my phone by your name. Although I have put some people in my phone by different names because I was not in a right headspace when I got their names. I called Nick Joe for the longest time. And so you're going in my phone by your name and where I met you and who I met you through or what dating app. Because for a while, when I did 150 first dates, there was a lot of names to remember and a lot of different restaurants. So you were in there as Joe and the restaurant and the app. That's how I typically remember people. So ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If you have a potential mate match and you, before you go out with them, you need to know how tall are you so I can wear the right shoes? How, how many kids do you have? How often do you have them? What does that look like? Do you drink? I went on a guy who was a recovering alcoholic and we went to an ice skating rink. Of course, I don't know if that was the right choice because it showed how clumsy I was and fell on my butt a few times, but it was entertaining. I can assure you if you go out with me, you're entertained. So ask questions. Always be yourself and don't be afraid to ask questions. If you have to ask questions and the person gets defensive about it, then that would be a red flag for me. If I said, hey, how often do you have your kids? And the response was, well, that's none of your business because I, you're not going to meet them. Great. I don't want to meet them, but I would like to know your availability to be in a committed relationship with me. I also don't meet kids for the first six months. It's a hard and fast rule for me. Kids are not involved in dating, which is why I don't like kids and dating pictures. And I don't want to meet them. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to be involved in them. So for me, kids is a big red flag. If you're insistent on me meeting your kids or involving me in their world before I am ready, because I've been a step parent and I've been an almost step parent quasi-step-parent. And neither of those experiences was a good time for me. So I'm cautious about kids. And now I'm at a point in my life where if you have children who live at home, I probably am not going to go on a date with you. Just from my own personal experiences with men in the past who've had children and some things that have happened to me. Life experience. Learn from it. So You can learn a lot by Googling a person, figuring out what they're like, look at their Instagram. If they have a Facebook page and their profile picture is with a woman and they're kissing that woman, that might be a red flag or at least a question. Hey, I saw your Facebook page. Why did you Facebook stalk me? Well, because I always like to do that before I meet a person and tell a lot about what's out online and it's always out there. Ask questions 
And again, it might be a red flag if they dodge the question, and it might be the beginning of a very beautiful, healthy relationship if they're open to answering a bunch of questions and being honest about those things. Look for people, a a green flag for me is if a person makes eye contact. If a person is, puts their phone down and they are engaged, you can read body language. And if they are looking at me and asking questions and not just nodding their head, because I've been guilty of that, nodding my head, not really hearing what the other person is saying. So engaged in the conversation, those are huge green flags. It means that you know how to have a healthy conversation and you're involved in the conversation. So green flag, eye contact, present, no phone, red flag, always on your phone, no eye contact, being rude to staff, like when we're at the restaurant. And if you were nasty to somebody, I'm bound to get up and leave because that's a sign that you are, you have some unresolved anger issues or issues that you need to deal with that I don't want to be involved in. I've done it in the past and I'm not willing to do it again, but make sure that you are paying attention to body language and eye contact. And if they are involved in the conversation. And also be mindful that you are. Put your phone away unless there's those rare times where your child is at home sick and she's with grandma and you said to grandma, call me if she gets worse. And you get a phone call in the middle of the day and you're like, oh, I have to take this. I'm usually pretty upfront when I sit down and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm going to keep my phone out because my daughter is sick and she's with grandma, but if she gets worse, I told grandma to call me. And most of the time, people are pretty cool about it. I've had a couple people who are like, what? I'm more important than your kid. And I'm like, no, you're not. So pay attention. Pay attention to green flags. Pay attention to red flags. Always make sure that you are paying attention, making eye contact, being involved in the conversation, also pay attention to their enthusiasm, how excited they are to be on a date. They're getting to know you. Green flags are if they want the date to continue. You you have lots of good energy and chemistry and they're like, hey, let's go for a walk after this. And you're like, okay, great. Or let's do lunch after we've had our coffee date. So If you are feeling the person and the other person is feeling you, then it should be obvious. You should be communicating that. If you are not interested, you should say, I'm not feeling this. Thank you for the coffee, but it's not going to work out. Or I'm just in a different spot than you are. There's all kinds of creative ways to let a person down. Most importantly in green flags is give yourself some time some the grace and patience to be comfortable. If you are new to online dating and you were married for 15 years and this is your first foray into online dating, give yourself some grace. If you don't get it right the first few times, 
unless you go on a date with somebody who is super abusive, which I feel you and my sympathies go out to you if you are in that situation. But if you go on a first date and then you're like, eh, not really feeling it, but he seems to like me and he asked me out again and you go on a second or third date and then by the third date, you're like, Ugh, I should have swiped left on him, which let me tell you, I've done it. But give yourself some grace. You're like, I don't know what I want until I put myself out there. And this is you putting yourself out there. So just pay attention to the red flags and the green flags. Not every first date has to end like because it's bad. Lots of first dates are just because you didn't click and there's nothing wrong with that. But give yourself some time, some patience, some grace and understanding that we're all in this together and lots of people are online dating for the first time. Lots of people are seasoned vets like myself. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm more than happy. I routinely tell people I should be the hitch of online dating because I've done it so much. I think that I'm a professional, which is totally entertaining since I'm still single. But maybe I'm too picky. Maybe I need to reevaluate my own honest, authentic self. But that is it for today. I've loved going over some red flags, green flags with you. If you have anything to add, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is swipe.leftorrightpodcast. I'm always on there, so feel free to reach out. You can Thank you for listening to episode 14 of the Swipe Left or Right podcast. Hit the subscribe button to receive the latest and greatest news and follow swipe.left or right podcast on Instagram. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, send an email to swipe left or right podcast at gmail.com. Until next week, be safe and always entertained while swiping online.